It is 18 minutes before the hour here on the Brunt Large Radio Show. We're pleased to be joined by Londonderry Lancers football coach Jimmy Lozon. He's the anchor of our sports in our own backyard segment, which airs every Thursday morning at this time. This morning brought to us by Manchester Mayor Ted Gatsis. He says Manchester is undergoing a renaissance and he's crafted a blueprint to harness that energy. It starts with spending and taxes. The mayor says he will veto any budget that breaks the tax cap and will fight vigorously to keep your taxes from skyrocketing. Learn more at tedgatzis.com slash plan. That's tedgatzis.com slash plan. Good morning, coach. Good morning. Now, is it, you know, the, the playoff bound Londonderry Lancers coach, Jimmy Lozon? Well, you won last <laughs> got a week. nice ring to it. Yeah, a nice ring to it. Now, when was the last time you made the playoffs? 2014, my first year. So 2014. So it's been a bit of a dry spell for yeah, you. Yeah, 15 and 16 were, were not so great. And yeah. then, uh, then obviously this year we made it. And then so. this year you've made it. So now, who'd you, who'd you knock off? Uh, uh, we beat Alvern. Alvern. The other night, uh, uh, last week, uh, 36-6. So now we're, you know. Yeah. We're on our way into the playoffs. We've got two more regular season games, which there's still a lot on the line for us as far as seeding and where we're going to play and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so the boy's going to kick back and say, oh, yeah, we made it. We can coast now going into the playoffs. I hope not. I think um, as a staff, we were a little worried about that last week, and we talked about that, and so we kind of turned it up a notch. We uh, Oh, in practice? You oh, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Full pad? Yeah, and, <laughs> I, and you know, I've been kind of sending them the message. Sometimes when you work so hard for something, you know, you don't want to lose. You don't want to waste all that work and, mm-hmm. and take a loss at the end of the week. So uh, that's kind of the message we've been sending. So who do you have coming up? We have Nashua South, 5-2, and two, and that's tomorrow night um, at five and two, Stelos. Are they, are they in the playoff? Oh, it's Stelos. So it's, yep. at their, it's in their house. Correct. So um, Their only two losses are to Salem and Pinkerton, the first two games of the year. So they're on a five-game win streak. Oh, wow. So uh, are they in the playoffs? or They beat us. Um, if they beat us, they will be in the playoffs. Or if Nashua North takes a loss, they'll be in the playoffs. Well, they're not going to wait to see what happens with Nashua. So, Correct. in other words, they're at home on a five-game winning streak with the playoffs on the line. They're going to be motivated. <laughs> yeah. What do you think your chances are? I think, How do you match uh, up with them? I think they have, um, no doubt about it, the best player on the field. Um, one of the best players in the state at quarterback, um, Sean Holland. And so we have to uh, find a way to stop him. But he's got some nice surrounding pieces, so we can't you know, put our entire focus on him. Um, and defensively, they're pretty good, and they, they, they have a good scheme. They're well coached. Um, Coach Knight, Coach Scott Knight, has uh, been in the playoffs plenty of times, and he's I believe he has a state championship under his belt. So, you know, he coaches his guys up. He knows what he's doing. There you go. So it sounds like the Lancers are in for a tough challenge. So for Correct. you, it's a matter of uh, you've, you've clinched. So I'm, I'm guessing that you said seeding. So you have a chance at being what? So we have a chance at being uh, one, three, or four. Okay. So south. And what's um, the difference to you? One, uh, the one seed would host both the first round and the second round. Oh, so, so you get to be on your home turf. Correct. All right. So that's something worth fighting for. Correct. And then, um, you know, Salem is <laughs> our last like the, game. Unless you like the Fisher, ca- Fisher Cats, which means if you play at home, you get a one in three chance of winning. Yeah. And in <laughs> high school... Uh, in high school, you know, we're we're driving twenty minutes, so it's not like a huge advantage. But I mean, it's an it definitely, yeah, it definitely helps. Always a better bit. to have them come to your psychology house. for sure. Um, and then uh, if we we play Salem in the last game of the year, so if we take a loss in either of these two games, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to end up Sal- with Salem again in the first round. So you know, it's never fun playing a team two weeks in a row. Um, you know, it'd be interesting. 
you know, on how we have to handle that mm-hmm. um, if we took a loss this week. But I don't plan on taking a loss. So there you go. hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully, win this game. And then there's a lot in the line the fi- final game yeah, of no. the year with Salem. And there are a couple, uh, couple other big games that took place. And help my memory here because I think Goffstown just destroyed yeah. Bedford. Um, they destroyed Bedford two weeks ago. They beat Central last week, twenty nine. Oh, that's right. Two four twelve. The, yeah. 29, 12, they, 29, took the, they took the little green down. Correct. Yeah. So big, there's a lot in the line for the little green. Um, they need to beat uh, Bedford next week to get in. So oh, the winner really? of that game gets in. Winner of that game gets in. So what? Are, what are your? What are your? Uh, what are your uh, thoughts on oh. the, the little green versus the uh, the uh, uh, reigning state champs? Um, I think you know Bedford lost a. Uh, one of the best players um, in the state, and Connor Robert at quarterback. So that kind of evens things off. If they had, if they had Connor at quarterback, I would say you know it's Bedford, no, no doubt about it. It's Bedford. I think the game's a little closer now. Um, Central's defense has improved. I, I'm going to give them a shot in this game. They they have a very good quarterback as well. Whose house are they in? I'm not sure. I'll find that out for yeah. you. Um, I bet I, Josh will look it up. Yeah, and uh, that won't you, Josh? That's a, that's a big game. Uh, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think what happened with uh, with the with the Goffstown game is that um, Central it proved the old adage that uh, when good offense hits good defense, good defense wins. You're absolutely correct, and I think defense wins championships. Yeah. Offense wins games. Defense wins championships, and that's why I think Goffstown stands a really good shot at winning it this year. Yeah. Um, Bedford also has a pretty good D, and uh, but they have and to. Londonderry, get Londonderry plays a little defense too. We've only let up six points in three games. So there you go. Yeah, so we're uh, we're trying. We've been preaching that since since the get-go uh but yeah no salem obviously great deep pinkerton so they all these these things uh, all these teams have have a common theme to them um as far as going to the playoffs some exciting exciting games coming up for area teams any others you want to draw your attention to um no i mean everything's pretty much clinched up in the last two weeks going in here um the the other side it's going to be winnicott at most likely in the one seed gallstown in the two seed exeter in the three seed so that bedford central game will decide the four seed and they're going to play at winnicott in the first round and then on our side and this we're talking just division one obviously um it looks like it the seeds have not been figured out except for south if they win they will definitely be the two seed because they win their division and they get in um it looks like there'll be three teams from our division getting into the playoffs. Um, and then as far as Division Two goes, there seems to be two teams that are above, seem to be way above everybody else. They're both in the top ten in the power rankings, and that's Wyndham and Plymouth. Mm-hmm. So I think everyone's waiting for a showdown. But Bo had a big upset last year over Wyndham. Uh, Plymouth won the state title over Bo. So I think um, you know there's a possibility that somebody could come out of there other than those two teams. But, yeah, the parity in high school football at the top – year is pretty good it seems like this year um it's really top heavy and the, the the bottom teams are really taking a beating from everybody um unfortunately but typically it's pretty good it's uh you know that you see some teams in the middle of the pack that can beat anybody any year so there you go yeah all right good so exciting stuff coming uh on the gridiron yeah and yeah. uh well i'm sure you'll keep us up to date on all of it yes absolutely so, what'd you think of last week's interview with uh coach joe adam I thought it was I thought it was interesting, yeah. you know, because, you know, I think he tackled the questions, pardon the pun, head on, yep. you know, about the, the recruiting challenges and not knowing whether they were going to be D2 or D3. And, yep. uh, you know, he he seems to think that even even though he didn't say it, you know, that he probably lost a bunch of, you know, D2 caliber players that his guys are, you know, they're fighting for every game and that they're in the game. And, you know, he's yep. got a, a lot of respect for the work that they're doing. And it's it's nice to see a, a, a coach out there. You know, um, 
doing doing what he should be doing as a coach and not uh, running down his team. Yeah, so. I didn't get the sense he was making a lot of excuses for his no. guys, but you know, he, he definitely gave us a couple of reasons um, or things that they're battling. Um, but yeah. you know, it wasn't. It didn't sound like it, it's standing in the way of them. Right. You know, winning games, but uh, right. So the question will be whether or not uh, you know Saint Anselm as an institution puts what it needs to put behind the, uh, you know, behind the uh, the team yeah. now, and and perhaps now that it's made the decision, hopefully one it's going to stick with to be a D two team. Absolutely, it will it will follow through with what it needs to follow through on. Yeah, and they took a they took a hard loss this past week on homecoming against Assumption, which Assumption is one of the top twenty teams in Division two in the country, so. Kind of assumed that was coming, but uh, yeah, they took a beating, and uh, hopefully, you know, I think they got four games left. I'm, uh, I'm hoping that St. Ace can turn this thing around and get a couple wins here to end their season. You know, sometimes it's about when you win games, and mm-hmm. winning them at the end of the year can can definitely boost you into the off season rather than going on a long losing streak. So, yeah, been <laughs> yeah. there, yeah. been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, it's hard because you know you know you don't want the you know so called stinking thinking to yeah. uh, to set in, and it's just like you know, and I'm gonna take a a lot of heat for this, but it's like Memorial, right? (laughs) Memorial, there, there is a school that should be competitive in just about every sport because of its size and its demographics and everything else. Uh, But I I think, I think, I think, I think losing is a way of life at Memorial. I think they don't expect to win. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely that, you know, that, that that we, we try to get that out of our kids' heads sometimes when you get into a, to a rut of losing and, you know, not playing well uh, there's definitely psychologically there's there's some parts that play uh come into play in that but you know they they're going they may go three years in a row without a win and that's that's tough um no at what point does uh you know because I, I i sit on the school board i'm not on the athletics committee but i've certainly made my thoughts on some of this stuff known um it, it just seems to me that uh, you have a responsibility to the kids, the school, and the athletic program overall, that when you have these never-ending losing seasons, that you, you got you to pull the coach. you gotta, you got to say, hey, thank you for your service. You're done. We're going to go find something new because clearly something's not working here. Yeah, that's you – know, you could definitely you know, make that argument. I think uh, – and I hope to ever – you know, to not be in that situation. And it's so hard for someone from the outside to – to look in and, and give their opinion because, you know, people give give me their opinion sometimes about us and how things are going. And obviously we had two rough years in a row and I must have helped me like right here on my forehead because people like to give me their, give me advice all the time. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it's, it's hard to, to know what's going on. You know, you don't see the everyday things and who's missing practice and this and that. And what I'll tell you for, first, firsthand, it's tough to, to coach in the city. It really is. You deal with a whole different, you know, set of problems than everywhere else. Um, but at the same time, and as a there is some West talent. Coach, you would know that. Yep. And there, and, but there is some talent. Mm-hmm. And that's what you get. That's a benefit of coaching in the city is you do have some talent. Do you think a lot of those so-called uh, inner city problems would exist if you had some of like the, uh, you know, the the legendary sort of old school coaches, <laughs> the Paul Levines, the um, the Jimmy Schuberts. You know those those kinds of um, those kinds of tough, no BS, hold the kids accountable type of coaching. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna 
You know, I really. Yeah, I'm sure if they're listening, they're probably going to disagree because they they know nothing but success. But I'm going to say no. I'm going to say that wouldn't work, mm, just because. And, so and, sure. and, no, and, that, and that's fine. Um, you know, I try to I try to coach that way, and you know, I get I, it's tough sometimes. And just where I am, um, when we were at West, there's I think they're looking more for someone whether. It shows them that they care. With that tough love, shows them that they care or, or not. I think that's that's what they want to see. They want to know somebody cares that they're going to be there. They're going to put time into them, and you're going to get let down at times. Right. And that was the difficult part. You got to be able to accept that. But um, there's times for it. I think they do need discipline. Yeah. High school kids enjoy structure and discipline. They don't realize it, but they they need well, that. They, they they do. Well, it, and you know, not not but not to, to an extent, right. you know. Um, but not not to take anything away from you, because yeah. uh, I think every coach is effective when they stay within their own sort of uh, you know, methods and personalities. Yeah. And that's why I think sometimes, you know, a coach can be great in one place and not so great in another. Coach hasn't changed, but the environment and circumstances around the coach has. And so you got to have that puzzle piece uh, fit, right? Round peg, round hole. I don't know if, if those guys but when would you think adjust. Of, They've had so much success. You know, there's, there's got to be right. some adjustments. But here's the thing. I mean, Jimmy Schubert and imposing physically. Yeah. Uh, Levine, yeah. you know, guys like uh, Ronnie Manso, who used to, you know, coach football, but went on to be a Hall of Fame coach at uh, yeah. Pinkerton. You know, guys like that where they were the athlete, not that you weren't, but they're big, yeah. imposing, intimidating kind of kind of folks. No nonsense. Ain't nothing you can do that they haven't done kind of things, yeah. that, you know, because they weren't always perfect students themselves, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It, just, it just makes you wonder whether or not that kind of um, – uh, that kind of person, you know, not, not, not the nuances, not the this, not the that, but the, Hey, come here, you know, almost grab you by your, you know, your face mask and Aah! no, I, I, but I know I, I, and I agree with that part of things and there's, it's tough to, I don't know if they come off and they'd be like, you know, immediately respectful to those guys or if they would have to earn it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's just a different, we, we all knew who Jim Schubert was like, you know, growing up, you hear this and that about these guys. And so you immediately go into it with mm-hmm. respect. And I don't know if, if that's necessarily would be the case. And then I don't know how those guys, Paul Levine and those guys, and I know them very well. I don't know how they would deal with kids not coming to practice every day. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, I mean, or they, they, would, they wouldn't play them. I, I get it. You'd run out of guys though, it's you know, okay. and, and that yeah, was how, the problem we ran into at, at West was like, you know, I, if I didn't pick them up for practice, they weren't, they weren't coming. Some right. of them, you know, and, it was like, okay, you know, if I that's fine, I, you know, we can live without this guy and this guy, but eventually we're going to run out of guys, and right. so well, you got to bend, you got to bend it a little bit, you know. Really? Do, do do you or do you just say, look, this is the con? We this wouldn't is, allow it either. This is the but, consequence when you don't honor your obligations to your team. You're embarrassed. You're humiliated because we don't have enough kids to play because you guys couldn't care enough to show up. I don't know, maybe. No, I hear. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just. Not saying, se- I'm not second guessing. No, it's I'm a just, great. It's I'm a great conversation, and I, and I, you know, I'm sure people disagree with me, or or maybe disagree with you. I, I just, I was there. See, I agree West. with you, Jimmy. But then we'd both be wrong, just like the sign I, says. I like that sign. <laughs> I was reading that before we got on. Just like um, the sign says. But I don't know. There's just. I think you just got to be able to bend it a little bit. There's same. You know. I don't know. You want to set that high bar, and I get that. And you want to be like, this is this is how it is, but not. A lot of those kids can't can't handle that structure um, yet, or they need they need to be molded into that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, at the same time, I'm not, I don't believe in just accommodating everybody and saying, "Hey, you, it's okay. You don't have to come to practice today. We're still going to play you on Friday." I'm not saying that, but they're going to just deal with different issues than they used to. Those guys, when they were coaching in the city, they had a lot more, you know, 
blue collar, hard nosed kids that would run through a wall for you and would do anything for for those coaches. Yeah. I didn't get that sense when we were there no. at West. We I didn't get the sense yeah. that these kids they right. they almost needed to be loved up a little bit to come out to play football. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet you know you had to earn their respect before you started you know disciplining them and and, and making sure you know because yeah. that's. I don't know. That's just they're not they're not good with that necessarily. Yeah. Well, I, I say mean, they. I mean, I'm just saying inner city kids in general right now. And I was I grew up right well, you know, right down but, the street. But you're but you're seeing that too in Londonderry. So I'm not even sure it's an inner city thing so much as it's different is set a, of problems in Londonderry. Well, we have our no, own problems but, for sure. No, no, no but, doubt about what, it. What I'm saying is is you know the, the the work ethic, the idea that they can or should be disciplined, the idea that there are expectations and standards, like you show up to practice. There are some. Uh, you know, based on the conversations we've had in the past, are some commonalities yep. um, in in the issues that you deal with. I understand there's a whole different set of circumstances yep. in, in the cities, especially at uh, uh, Central and West. Um, and but Memorial. Just, and Memorial, I think. Right. You know. I, I don't know that it's to the degree at Memorial that it is at the other two schools, it may but not certainly be. it exists. But yep. uh, certainly more so than in Londonderry, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, still, it just the, you know, just to sort of, the entitled mentality that a lot of kids today have about whether or not they play or have to show up or anything else, mm-hmm. I, I think is a sign of a, a broader thing that I'm not sure how um, you address. But yeah, I, you know, quick story. I think we very have. quick because we're up okay. against the clock. Well, just uh, there's a former basketball coach in the city. I won't say the school or the name, but uh, and they're getting ready for the playoffs, and their best player doesn't come to the practice the day before the playoffs. Just doesn't show up. Pull a Lou Holtz. You're benched. It, that's fine. And I get it. But he just let down all those other kids. And, and, and he did. And yeah. he did the right thing. But though, I don't know if Jim Schubert and the rest of those coaches could deal with that. That burnt that, burnt that coach out big time. I'm, I'm you sure. Know, very disappointing when you put in that much work. All right, so. Jimmy Lozon, as always, pleasure is ours. Good luck against the Panthers of Nashua South. Bring it home to your, ter- to your turf, will you? Sounds good. All right. Station ID, the news.